بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger uh, we proceed to the uh, second hadith in the book of Umdatul Ahkam and this hadith is as follows عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا يقبل الله صلاة أحدكم إذا أحدث حتى يتوضأ. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, Allah does not accept the salah of a person who does Hadath, who does hadath, meaning passes wind, stool, or urine, so he breaks his wudu. Allah does not accept the salah of the person who does hadath till the person repeats the ablution, till the person repeats the ablution. This is reported by Al-Bukhari and by Imam Muslim. May Allah's mercy be upon them both. The narrator is Abu Huraira. His name is Abdul Rahman bin Sakhr, the son of Sakhr, al-Dawsi. He accepted Islam in the year of Khaybar, in the battle with Khaybar, in the battle of Khaybar, and he witnessed the battle, and he was in the company of the Prophet والسلام, and was very much uh, interested in the hadith of the Prophet والسلام, and the Prophet والسلام, testified to Abu Huraira's keenness regarding the hadith and Ibn Umar may Allah be pleased with him and his father said you were closest to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam being with him and most knowledgeable in hadith and the same had been reported from Umar himself and Al-Imam Al-Bukhari Rahimahullah said that Abu Huraira was the most the most one in preserving the narrations of the Prophet ﷺ in his times. It is reported that the people of knowledge related from it is reported that he Abu Huraira narrated five thousand three hundred and seventy four hadith. He died in the year 57 after Hijrah he died in the year 57 after Hijrah in Medina in the city of Medina this is concerning the narrator Abu Huraira Abdul Rahman bin Sakhr al-Dawsi may Allah be pleased with him now what is the subject of the hadith 
what is the subject of the hadith the subject is making the ruling concerning salah without wudu the ruling concerning the salah without wudu without ablution this is the subject of the hadith in this hadith it's clear that the importance of salah ranks high with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it is the best of worship after the shahada and it is the relation between the slave and his lord and for this reason therefore the believer is not permitted to indulge in the salah until he is pure as this hadith illustrates so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept the salah of the slave and will not reward him for it if the person breaks the wudu until he therefore repeats it repeats the ablution the benefits of the hadith the benefits of the hadith the hadith tells that from the salah there is the salah which is accepted and there is the salah which is not accepted meaning rejected the salah which is in accordance the salah which is in accordance with the sharia is accepted and which is and the salah which is in opposition to the sharia then it is rejected this applies to the rest of worships because the Prophet said whoever does an action which is not in accordance with our matter then it is rejected then it is rejected so it must comply with the Sharia to be accepted secondly the Salah whether it is an obligatory one or an optional one even Salatul Janazah the funeral prayer is not accepted if the person performs it while 
in a state of ritual impurity. Even if he forgets being in such a state, it is only accepted when he makes the wudu, when he repeats the wudu. Similarly, the one in a state of sexual defilement, his salah is not accepted if he performs the salah before taking the ghusl, before taking the ghusl or making the ghusl, the complete bath, the complete bath. Third benefit. The salah of the muhdith, the one in a state of ritual impurity, is forbidden until he makes the wudu. Because Allah does not accept it. And offering means of nearness to Allah knowing that Allah does not accept it is like mocking at Allah fourth benefit if the person makes wudu to perform a certain salah then the second salah approaches and he enters the time of the second salah while on a state of purity then it is not an obligation upon him to redo the wudu he or she can pray on the same wudu done for the previous salah and this is very important because some people think that it is an obligation to make wudu for each salah it is not an obligation as long as the state of wudu is maintained sixth benefit ritual purity is a condition for the correctness of salah ritual purity is a condition for the acceptance of salah seventh breaking the wudu during salah invalidates the salah breaking the wudu while in salah invalidates the salah here it is worth mentioning the invalidators of wudu the invalidators of wudu number one responding to the call of nature or passing wind second intoxication unconsciousness sleep and insanity intoxication unconsciousness sleep and insanity 
and the sleep is deep sleep deep sleep touching the genitals skin to skin and some scholars condition that it must be with a sexual desire and sexual activity which necessitates a bath, a ghusl fifth, eating camel's meat eating camel's meat sixth, apostasy, ridda apostasy seventh, washing a dead or carrying it washing a dead or carrying it and there is a difference of opinion on this but to be on the precautionary side one does that because the Prophet said he who washes a dead let him give a bath or let him have a bath take a bath and he who carries the dead let him make wudu and this hadith is reported by Ahmed and by Abu Dawood and At-Tirmidhi and inshallah in the near future we will talk about the wudu in more details so this is this concludes the hadith the second hadith in Umdat al-Ahkam and we summarize now we will go with the points that we mentioned one by one and please follow with the text the hadith is the Prophet ﷺ said لا يقبل الله صلاة أحدكم إذا أحدث حتى يتوضأ Allah does not accept the salah of a person who does hadith meaning passes urine, stool or wind till the person repeats the ablution till the person repeats the ablution this is the hadith which we have discussed and there are points of benefit uh, deducted from the hadith and inshallah ta'ala they are available for those who want them and now we go to the questions concerning this hadith questions on this chapter first question what is the name the full name of Abu Huraira what is the full name of Abu Huraira second when did he accept Islam and third how many hadiths did he report how many hadiths did he report and fourth when did he die when did he die may Allah be pleased with him fourth fifth question if someone prays without having wudu due to forgetfulness is his salah acceptable or not and the last question 
Is it a must to have wudu for each salah? Is it a must to have wudu for each salah? Please review this and try to answer these questions inshallah ta'ala. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.